Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Bat Banter, Season 2, Episode 39. It's WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap. Boy, do we have a lot to divulge, digress uh, about many of our WA sporting teams and all their signings across the off-season. If you haven't already, please do not forget to like, subscribe, leave a rating and leave a review on your favourite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram. All right, we're going to start off with one of my favourite teams. It's one of my favourite sports and that's the Perth Wildcats. Listen to the hiss, listen to the growl. Perth Wildcats are on the prowl. Can you feel the heat? Listen to their feet. Tearing up the cotton, building up the heat. Here we come. Oh no, here we come. Oh no, here we come. Yeah, Perth Wildcats are on the prowl. Okay, so big news on the signing front. They've got their two imports done and dusted. One which was last week and the other which was literally just today. So the news is fresh off the press. But firstly, let's start off with that they have signed American import Tashawn Thomas. A 29-year-old, he stands 203 centimetres and 105 kilos. And he's known for his ability to protect the rim at one end and finish with authority at the other. Uh, born in Las Vegas, he actually had played his professional career so far in Italy, Israel, and France. During his time in Israel in 2019, he was named State Cup MVP and also the best defender. And in his most recent recent season in France, he was named an all-star in the LNB Pro first all-team, averaging 13.7 points, 6.2 rebounds. 0.9 blocks and 0.7 assists. So big news on that first signing front. And the second signing, well, which happened, as I said, just today, only hours ago, was officially released. Uh, the Perth Wildcats have strengthened their roster with the signing of American big Brady Manick. Following an outstanding college career with North Carolina and Oklahoma, the 20-year-old sharpshooter is looking forward to making his way down under for his first professional season. Uh, at 206 centimeters and 105 kilograms, Manic is versatile with elite shot-making ability around the perimeter. Uh, the Oklahoman recently represented the Charlotte Hornets at the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas, where he averaged seven points and four rebounds per game but of course, uh, let's put it into context, in just over 14 minutes of action. Uh, after four impressive years of college at Basel at Oklahoma, Maddock transferred to North Carolina, and he played an essential role in the University of North Carolina's run to the 2022 NCAA Championship game. He averaged 15.1 points per game and scored over 40% from behind the arc. Uh, for North Carolina, on his way to earning the Riley Wallace Player of the Year Award, which is given to the top transfer player in college basketball. Uh, Perth GM of basketball operations, Danny Mills, uh, said Manic um, sort of really perfectly complements the roster. And of course, I'm uh, sort of quoting and paraphrasing Perth GM of basketball operations, Danny Mills. He says he's a great fit given his ability to space the floor as an efficient high volume shooter with a high basketball IQ and good feel as an off-ball cutter and finisher around the basket. His size and length will give us added versatility, added versatility on the defensive end as well as a presence on the glass at both ends. And the Red Army is going to love his competitiveness and the tough, no-nonsense, relentless edge he plays with. And they're extremely excited to get him down here to Perth and play 
playing in front of a packed out RAC Arena. Perth's campaign tips off officially on October 2 against the Brisbane Bullets. And from a fixture standpoint as well, um, that was dropped last week on our socials. So if you haven't already, don't forget to check in on our last uh, one of our last couple of posts. The fixtures are all there ready for you. Uh, there are three Thursday night clashes and one Monday evening game. Uh, still mixed in with six Friday night blockbusters, which is um, their main preference. And the reduction has been in the Sunday afternoon fixtures, which they put in as a preference anyway. Um, their toughest stretches are successive games in Brisbane, New Zealand and Adelaide from December 1 to 9. And from Brisbane, uh, they'll go all to Illawarra and then to New Zealand and Sydney from December 27 uh, to January 7. So, yep, a couple of tough stretches, but overall, I think they're reasonably happy with how the fixtures have sort of appeared. And of course, just getting back to your typical and normal home and away fixture, instead of playing 14 games on the trot away, despite the fact that you had you started the season with five games and finished off the season with nine games, um, it just uh, you know wasn't really fair from a family perspective and you know being away from family for such a long stretch and period of time. So that's it. Two massive signings, huge signings. Uh, their list is officially done and dusted. Okay, they are all ready to rock and roll, and are keenly awaiting to Sean Thomas uh, to make his way down. Uh, of course, alongside Brady Manick, and that goes with uh, our third, our third import, which of course is Bryce Cotton. But fingers crossed, with a bit of luck, he may be able to be naturalised, which allows them to get one more import if they need. Okay, so that's it from a Wildcats perspective. Huge signings, massive news, and of course, all the fixtures are out as well. So don't forget to look at that on our socials. But for now, from a Wildcats perspective, we are out. Atlanta putting on a run, and Sammy Wickham left alone on the outside. Bad news for Atlanta. I mean, she is just on fire tonight. Bringing up the next... Okay, so some more signings. Uh, so Perth Lynx, firstly, just before we get to the signings perspective, we have to give a big congratulations to Perth Lynx player Lauren Scherf all the way back in early July for being a representative for Australia and winning a silver medal in the FIBA 3x3 Asian Cup. So kudos to you and shout out to you. And actually, I will say this now too because uh, I actually didn't get a chance to do it for the Perth Wildcats. But uh, big shout out too to Jesse Wagstaff but uh, they actually won gold, along with former Perth Wildcat Greg Hyatt. And he will also be representing the team at the now-happening Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, as will Lauren Scherf. So well done to both Jesse Wagstaff and Lauren Scherf uh, for getting through this. Now on the signing front, they have re-signed 6'3", uh, 6'3", forward Mackenzie clinch Hoykard to the main roster. Uh, she actually uh, has sort of gone through and sort of progressed through the basketball WA pathway to become a DP over the last two seasons. And a DP is a development player. But currently playing for the Warwick Senators in the current NBL 1 competition, she's averaging 14.6 points, 8.4 rebounds and 3.1 assists. And from coach Ryan Petrick, he said that McKenzie is a modern day four. Uh, she's an elite spot up shooter and is a high-character, high-culture player. So well done. Uh, good job, McKenzie. Sticking to the path, being a DP, and eventually getting re-signed to the club. But I like the fact that they're sticking with homegrown talent and rewarding people. And speaking of another player who's followed something very similar 
Emma Gandini. She's also been elevated to the main roster and has been a defensive threat in her time across the SBL slash MBL1, where for Willerton, she's averaging four steals, 13.7 points, three assists, and 6.07 rebounds a game. Uh, she fought her way to attain a DP spot last season, and across the season, she actually ended up suiting up in 14 of their 20 games last season. And just to reaffirm the roster, it sort of looks like this. Taya Burrows, Lauren Scherf, Amy Atwell, uh, the former University of Hawaii player who's now who now signed uh, for Perth Lynx, Jesse Edwards, Alex Sharp, Sammy Whitcomb, along with the announcements of those additional player signings um, in regards to, of course, uh, Mackenzie Clinch, Hoycard, and Emma Gandini, with further signings to come uh, in the coming weeks. So once again, a couple of signings, great news. Well done to Lauren Scherf, and best of luck to her alongside her. Jesse Wagstaff, of course, they're not playing in the same team, but uh, both of them are representing Australia in the 3 by 3 competition at the Com Games. So from a Perth Lynx perspective, good news, rewarding local talent, which we absolutely love, keeping them in WA. Uh, but for now, from the Perth Lynx, we're out. Okay, let's do a little bit of glory talk. Um, CEO Tony Pinata will leave the role after four and a half years to be closer to Victoria and, of course, for family reasons too. Uh, he helped the club to their first A-League Premiership in 2018-2019 and the AFC Champions League. In the AFC Champions League, they made their de debut in 2020. His role will officially uh, end on September 30. But tell you what, they did not waste any time uh, appointing a new person either, with former Chief Operating Officer COO Anthony Radich. Uh, he recently re-signed, uh, sorry, resigned as Perth Wildcats Commercial Manager um, to take up the new CEO role. Uh, he'd also been Perth Glory's head of commercial and general manager recently too. Now, full, day, full details of the season and fixtures, they're already on our socials, so don't forget to check them out too. Uh, so, of course, you can uh, find them on uh, on our Facebook page or you can uh, look at that on Instagram at bat underscore banter. Uh, as a quick summary, though, they will have two away trips away trips to begin the season with their first game on October 9 up against the Western Sydney Wanderers and their first home fixture on Sunday October 23 up against the Central Coast Mariners but uh, this will be played actually at HBF Arena in Joondala as a temporary home while renovations to the HBF Park are being completed. They will play four games at HBF Arena uh, before returning on Friday January 6 to HBF Park where they host the Western Sydney Wanderers. They do have three consecutive weekend home games in January and two more back-to-back -back home matches to round off the regular season in April. Uh, they will finally be back to a normal season uh, since the second half of the 2019-20 campaign with 13 home matches in Perth. All right, just quickly on the signing and uh, unfortunately players are departing uh, part of the off-season, which normally happens from a contracts perspective. Unfortunately, Daniel Steins, and Callum Timmons have had their contracts mutually terminated by the club. They did, however, sign a versatile defender John Katrombus and can operate who can operate at centre back, right back, and also in the midfield. He's chalked up 100 A League games since debuting in 2016, with the past five seasons being with Newcastle before transitioning to Western Sydney Wanderers, 
and is a former Australian under-23 international. So, uh, obviously, a bit of a change at the top. Um, unfortunately, you know, really sad to see Tony Pinata go. He's been absolutely terrific and fantastic since taking on that role after coming from Sydney FC. Uh, but they did not waste any time, which is really great. And they seem to have got someone who's come from somewhere successful in the Perth Wildcats, uh, but obviously has experience with the Perth Glory anyway, being a former COO and also a former head of commercial and general manager. Don't forget to check out all the fixtures on our socials and a couple of signings. So good news, Perth Glory heading in the right direction and we'll touch base with them in due course when more comes out. But for now, from a Glory perspective, we're out. Stowers, Stowers giving it to Ralston, and Ralston will score the first try. Runs it to the line, almost intercepted, and it is play on, and Brikey gets it down to McGregor. So we've sort of been straying signings and you know, people leaving or, or departing, just you know, of course o over the previous month or so, as is normally the case in the off-season. But just wanted to give a quick little update on the ins and the outs of the club, because there can be a lot to take in and sort of track who's going or who's coming and who's going. So in the outs, in regards to who's actually out and who will unfortunately be leaving, uh, Brennard Stander, so he had nine seasons since making his debut in 2014. Carl Godwin had 100 super appearances since 2012. Fergus Lee Warner, he was the 2020 Nathan Sharp medal winner. Andrew Reddy, uh, he's a front rower. Brad Lacey, who's a winger. Santiago Medrano, who's an Argentinian international. Brian Rolson, who is a winger. Jack McGregor, who was part of the NRC title win in 2019. Jake McIntyre, who's a fly half. And a local scrum half, Michael McDonald. Unfortunately, they will be leaving and heading to heading in different directions with their future careers. So good luck to those players and thank you very much for the service. So well done to all of you for all that you uh, played in the Western Forces, you know, past. And of course, going forward, we'll look. And speaking of going forward and looking forward, uh, new signings. They actually locked in 2023 scrum half options. Ian Pryor, he re-signed for two years after making his 100th appearance in 2022. But uh, a new signing, Henry Robertson, he joins the force for one year from the Waratahs. He is a former junior Wallaby after debuting last year and has been impressive during the Shoot Shield University campaign with the side currently sitting second. So firstly, thank you so much to all those people that uh, you know served so well for the Western Force, but they've gone on to different directions uh, in their professional career and great to lock up uh, Captain Ian Pryor. Sterling job there, just uh, an absolute warrior and a great person at the front of the helm for the club and nice pick up with Henry Robertson. So that's it from a Western Force perspective. So we'll check back in with them in due course, but for now, we're out. And we are completely out. We're done. We're dusted. And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. That was Season 2, Episode 39, the WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap. If you haven't already, do not forget to like, subscribe, leave a rating, and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram. So please... And once again, it's an absolute privilege, ladies and gentlemen, to have you listening, whether it's in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening. And we will be back next week to chat about and discuss all of our teams on the WA domestic sporting scene. But for me, Adam Bat, I'm out for now.